1: and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
2: Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. Each week
4: we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado Smith, and this is the Aftermath. the Aftermath. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Aftermath. Today we're speaking with guest expert Dr. David S. Prerau. Dr. Prerau has been called the world's foremost authority on daylight saving time. He is the author of the highly acclaimed book, Seize the Daylight, the curious and contentious story of daylight saving time. He's also a consultant for daylight saving time for U.S. Congress. Let's hear what he has to say about this very confusing situation. Welcome to the show, Dr. Pereirao. Thanks for being with us.
5: I'm happy to be with you.
4: <laughs> so uh, this is going to be a big ask, but I'd love for you to start by giving us a brief history of, of, well, the concept of time, or really, how did we end up with 24 hours and time zones?
5: Oh, that is a... I have a whole book that only covers part of that, so uh, (laughs) that's a long topic. I can tell you a couple of of quick things. Uh, Time zones came from the railroads. Hmm. In the 1800s, the railroads found that... uh, Each Well, in the 1800s, up to the 1800s, each town town and city had its own time. They would go by when the sun was highest in the sky, and that would be noon. And that was okay until you started to have fast communications and transportation. And the two things that made that were the railroad and the telegraph. They came in in the 1800s. When they came in, especially for the railroads, now, if it, if, it, if you were going fast enough that that time difference mattered between neighboring cities, and uh so when they try to make when they try to make um timetables, it's very difficult because if a train is going west, it's going with the sun, and the time is getting more. But if it's going the other way, it's going against the sun, and the time is going. So it became confusing. So the railroad said, "Let's have one area that would be all the same time," uh and that. Became it's a long story. It's a lot more complicated than that. <laughs> but basically, that's what happened. They said we need big areas that at are the same time, so we could set up our our, our times uh, timetables, and so that became the time zones, which eventually became the legal time zones. Many much later, actually.
4: So, could you help us understand what is daylight saving time, and uh, who was the fir- who, who was the first person, or not? or country, to implement it, and 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 why did other countries follow suit?
5: Okay, well, it goes back to Benjamin Franklin. Oh. 1784, he was 84 years old. He was, I'm sorry. Yes, he was 78 years old, and he was U.S. ambassador to France. This was after the Revolutionary War. And he would go to diplomatic events and stay up all night and then sleep till noon every day. Well, one day he woke up early at about 8 a.m., And he saw the sun shining through his window. Being the kind of frugal guy he was, he said, you know, I'm using these expensive candles to light my house in the evening. And I have all this daylight for free that I'm sleeping through. So wouldn't it be nicer if people got up earlier, made better use of of sunlight? So the basic idea, and that's the basic idea of daylight saving time, to move the hours of human activity to make the best use of sunlight. Now there's there's different. The people have different opinions of what that is, but that's the goal anyway. The goal is to move the hours of human activity. But Benjamin Franklin didn't have any idea of how to do that, how to accomplish that. He only had some funny, uh, whimsical things, because he's a whimsical guy. He suggested, for example, because he lived in Paris, having a cannon go off every morning at sunrise to wake everyone in Paris up in every square in Paris. Uh, Never, of course, that never happened. So. Fast forward 100 years or so, a guy in New Zealand uh, named uh, George George Vernon Hudson had the idea of, of moving the clocks up an hour. However, in New Zealand, they basically thought it was sort of a weird idea. Some people liked it, but most people did. Nothing ever happened. So the guy who really thought of the idea that led to the daylight, saving time after today, was a guy named William Willett. In 1905, he lived. He worked. He worked in London and lived outside in a in a suburb called Chislehurst. Every morning, he'd get up at sunrise and ride around the area in his horse uh, just to get some exercise before he went to work. And when he's when he's riding around, the beautiful sum, spring and summer mornings, he sees everybody's asleep. And he said, "Why they're wasting all this beautiful sunlight?" And then they, when we they come home from work, there's only a limited time before the sun goes down. So he had the idea, which which led to what we have today, of moving the clocks up in the times of year when we have a lot of sunlight, which is the spring, summer, and fall. Uh, <clears throat> the British Parliament rejected it every year for 10 straight years, even though Winston Churchill was a big supporter of it. Hmm. Uh, but th- that didn't help. Um <laughs> And then it died, and everybody thought the idea died. But then World War One came, and World War One people thought of daylight saving time under a different reason, which was that it allowed more daylight in factories and wouldn't have to use as much coal to light the uh, factory plants. And in, in the war, that's very important. So, however, the British still rejected it. But the Germans heard of the British idea, and the Germans were the first to put in daylight saving time. Wow. The Germans were the enemy of the British. And so in in, um, 1916, the Germans put in daylight saving time. As soon as the Germans did, the British, who had, uh, had rejected it for 10 years, they put it in a month later. And once the major countries, the two major countries on both sides of World War I put it in, most other countries in World War One, all around the world, put in daylight saving time. So that's where it really started in World War One as an energy as an energy saving measure. It also did other things in the war. A lot of people to, to plant gardens when they came home from work, and they used those uh, they used that to uh, supplement the the food products that you needed during the war. So there's there are other benefits, but that was the main war benefit. When the war ended, some countries kept daylight saving time, some didn't, and then. It's been a a spotty, uh, there was a spotty uh, use of it until World War II. When World War II happened, same thing happened. As soon as World War II happened, the Germans and the British were also fighting. And they also both put in daylight saving time. The British actually put in double daylight saving time in the middle of the summer, two hours in advance. Wow. As soon as Pearl Harbor happened, and we got involved with the war, or World War II, Uh one month later, we put in daylight saving time year-round for the for the United States. After World War II, again, it was uh, it was made made optional uh, because people thought of it as a wartime measure. Well, then what happened was people started to like it, and so it started to, its usage started to spread, but it became very spotty. One city might have daylight saving time; next city might not. So in 1966, the Congress passed a law, which is what we have today, which says, if you're going to have daylight saving time, it has to be statewide, not city by city. And every state that has it has to start and end on the same date. So at least it would be uniform among the states that have it. And that's the law that we have today. So that's how we started. And now we have 48 out of the 50 states have daylight saving time.
4: Well, that feels like a better plan, at least, than than each city having their own. Um, Now, in the 1980s, the issue of of Daylight Saving Time comes up once again in Congress, right? This time it's it's from industry leaders of outdoor activity. Um, The first thing that happened before that was
5: 1974, and that's a very key uh, uh, piece of information because it affects the, the decisions we're making today. 1974, there was an energy crisis due to an oil embargo and unexpected, uh, we had an unexpected energy crisis. So the government thought it would be good to try to save energy by all different means. And one means was to extend daylight saving time year-round. And that's one of the proposals we have today, to have daylight saving time year-round. Well, what happened in 1974 was everybody thought it was good until it actually happened, until it got to be the middle of winter. When it got to be the middle of winter, the people were getting up in the pitch dark, going to work in the pitch dark, and most importantly, sending their kids to school in the dark, waiting on uh, on the side of dark country roads or walking through dark city streets. And nobody, all of a sudden, nobody liked it in the winter anyway. So what happened was, even though Congress had passed this temporary act in '74 just for two years, because they thought that by then the energy crisis would be over. They repealed the second year of daylight saving, uh, year-round daylight saving time. So when people talk about year-round daylight saving time, they have to understand that we actually tried it and nobody liked it. And wow. we, we rejected it a year before it had to, it would have automatically lapsed the next year, but they rejected, they got rid of it before that. So we actually tried daylight saving time year-round In 1974, so that was the then. After that, what happened in the 80s? In the 80s, we went back after the after that energy crisis to six months of daylight saving time. In the 80s, some people wanted to have seven months, another month of daylight saving time. It was generally popular, and and then some businesses benefited from it, and so they tried to push it a little bit. Other businesses, other businesses lost. It was it was wasn't. it wasn't clear who's who was uh, gaining and who was what well, was clear who was gaining and who was losing but whether they um who had uh, any uh influence I'm not sure it was also because generally people like it so they didn't mind moving it an extra hour but it did help outdoor industries uh like gardening and sports uh golf let's say uh also shopping, people would go out, more people would go out when it was daylight. Uh, it did hurt things like television. Television ratings go down when daylight saving time. Oh. At that time of, I mean, at the time of day when the daylight saving time goes, because people now are outdoors more. So instead of coming in uh, at seven o'clock when it's, uh, and watch TV, they stay until eight o'clock. And so between seven and eight, they're not watching TV as much. And so. Uh, so it hurts, and theaters and other things like that. So some industries are benefiting, some industries didn't. Anyway, 1980s, we added one month of daylight, same thing. We had seven months. 2005, I was involved with this. I was a consultant for Congress. Uh, we talked about extending it even more and the the congressmen who were doing it originally wanted to extend it two months, but I had suggested a month because if you start to extend it too long it gets into the dark parts of the year mm. and when it's dark and you have daylight saving time in the morning you get these dark mornings and that was the whole problem in 1974 so wound up now, in the 2005 act which took which took effect in 2007 we put in uh, another month of daylight saving time we did three weeks in march and one week at the end of october into november and that's what we have now. We have about eight months of daylight saving time and four months of standard time.
4: Now, in researching the pros and cons of daylight saving time, we came across perhaps maybe a lack of actual studies supporting arguments like DST conserves energy or DST is is great for the economy. What, what are some of the myths behind uh, daylight saving time? And its advantages.
5: But daily saving time uh, does save energy. Uh, it depends on what time of year. It, it saves more in different times of year. But the, for example, the extension that was done in 2007, uh, there was the Department of Energy did this. I mean, there's, there's small studies and there's big studies. There's serious studies and there's not. So it's hard to tell. But mm-hmm. the Department of Energy, I'm assuming, did a serious study. Um and I, by the way, was involved with a study based on the 74 problem. And I. Uh, so I actually spent two or three years researching daylight saving time impacts. But the this, this, this study that they found in in um, after 2007 is that even at the beginning and end of the daylight saving time period, when the effect should be the least, they still have found an energy saving of about half of 1%. The ever 1% is a serious thing when you're talking about energy. Uh, so, but in the middle of the summer would probably save more because uh, in the middle of the summer, nobody's nobody gets up before sunrise. So if you move the sunrise later in the morning, it doesn't affect anybody, but in the evening you have an extra hour out of the light. And so people aren't using the uh, lights and maybe they're not indoors even. So, that's why uh, it seems it works. It also reduces traffic accidents. Most studies have shown um, there is a. Some recent studies have shown that the first two or three days after the change, in the, in the beginning of the period, uh, there's an increase in accidents. That's probably because people lose sleep, and I have some suggestions about that, but. Even so, that's a day or two or three. But for the eight months that we have daylight saving time, every study has shown that it, it reduces traffic accidents. And that's because light is used to make uh, to, to light up a highway. You could see the other cars better. So in the morning, it doesn't affect anything because uh, the sunrise, people are getting up after sunrise anyway. In the evening of an extra hour of daylight, people are driving more in that extra hour. And they could see things better, so they have less accidents. It's, it's fairly uh, reasonable that, that 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 should be. There's also a decrease in crime, uh, in outdoor crime like um, um, breaking, entering, and mugging, because most crime happens in the dark. So if there's an extra hour of daylight in this in the evening, there's less time for people to uh, you know the less people are less out or people get home before the. It's dark, and they, then they have less chance to be mugged. So there's several, uh, and but the main benefit for most people is it's just quality of life. You have it's more pleasant to be out on a summer evening uh, than to sit inside or to be out in the dark.
4: Now, currently, what are what are some of the proposed bills that are passing through Congress right now? I, is there legislation that's going to put us in uh, permanent daylight saving? Yes. Well, Okay, tell us more. This is
5: one of the things. The Senate passed, as you may know, a bill uh, last year to have year-round daylight saving time. It went to the House. All of a sudden, people in the went to the House and said, well, if you're going to have year-round something, we'd rather have year-round standard time, which is like having winter time all, all summer. So all of a sudden, Congress said, wait a second. There's not just two choices. There's three choices. You can either have the current system. You could have year-round daylight time which is like having the summertime or winter, or you can have year-round standard time, which is like having wintertime or summer. Well my opinion is that the uh, that the current system for its flaws, and nobody likes having to change their clock, uh is much better than the other two the other two possibilities. Day, year-round daylight time, as I told you, was actually tried all around the country nationally and it proved very unpopular. In addition to that, it makes the sunrises very late. For example, places like New York, Chicago, Dallas, Denver, San Francisco, sunrise would rise at 8.30. Places like Detroit, Indianapolis, Minneapolis, sun would rise at 9. So if the sun is rising at 9, everybody's getting up in the dark who's going to work or to school because it's, it, the sun isn't rising until 9 o'clock, which is, some you know, and even 8.30 would have that effect. Um so that's a, another reason why uh, there's problems with year-round daylight. Same thing. The other thing is in the colder parts of the country, um, it's also colder because the sun not only gives light, but it gives heat. So if you get up before the sunrise, not only is it dark, but it's dark and cold. <laughs> and I wrote a, uh, an op-ed in the Chicago Tribune, and they had a picture, which they chose, of people shoveling off their cars of slowing snow off their cars in the dark. And that's of course what you get if you have a later uh sunrise. So those are the negatives of the other thing is that people that deal with circadian cycles, um, uh wake and sleep cycles, they say, that, at least as far as I understand, I'm not an expert in it, that if you ha- it's better to have more daylight in the at when you wake up than in the, than later on in the day if you have a choice. Because it's the daylight early sort of starts your body clock going. And so uh that's why they uh but those people are, they want to have year on
4: standard standard time. Oh, okay. And
5: everybody up in Now, now there's the problems with that. First of all, you have very early sunrises in the sun in this in the uh in the summer that everybody would be sleeping through. So you'd be wasting uh It'd be wasting the daylight in a sense, which is what William Willie, the guy who founded it originally, talked about. Like New York and Boston, Chicago, Las Vegas, they have sunrise before four thirty. Wow! In, in, the, in, the, in the you know in the uh, middle of of June, let's say, places like Las Vegas and uh, well, like Los Angeles and Washington, they would have sunrise before five. So all those places are going to have sunrise. Everybody's going to sleep through that. So the sun sun is up and nobody's utilizing it. And instead of, you could take that nice hour of sunlight in the middle of the summer, move it to the end and make use of it. So that's the negative. The other thing is, under the law that I mentioned that was passed in 1966, each state had the option that we didn't have an option to have year-round daylight time that they'd had to get passed through Congress. But. They had the option of year-round standard time. Mm -hmm. So right now, and for the last uh, 70 years, uh, 60 years, every state has had the option of, if they wanted to, having year-round standard time. And right now, only two states have chosen to do that. The other 48 have haven't. And the two that did it, did it for a very specific reason. Hawaii is one of them. And Hawaii, most people don't think of this, is the southernmost state, the one closest to the equator. Near the equator, sun rises and sets the same most of the year. And also, it's isolated, so it sort of could do whatever it wants. <laughs> the only state in the rest of the country that has a year on standard time is Arizona. And their situation is their biggest cities, Phoenix and Tucson, are uh, get so hot in the middle of the summer that they don't want more daylight. They don't want more sunshine. They want the sun to go down and cool cools off a little bit. So the last thing they want is extra hour of daylight in the evening. But the rest of the country loves that extra hour of daylight in the uh, evening. They don't have that, uh, that unusual heat that they have in. Even, for example, the com- state next to Arizona, which is New Mexico, seems similar. But the big cities there are up in the mountains, Santa Fe and Albuquerque. And so they don't have the same problem that they have in Phoenix and Tucson where they're on essentially uh, sea level, or, or much lower anyway, and so they get hot. So anyway, so that's the negatives of having year-round standard time. Plus, you would lose all the benefits of daylight saving time for those eight months, like as I mentioned, energy and traffic accidents and crime. So right, anyway, right. that's my opinion that both of those are more, are more flawed than keeping with what we have.
4: I, I yeah, you you make some great points. So. We, now, we ask all of our guest experts this question. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if you had to pick a person or thing, it could be a concept that you think is to blame for the chaos that was caused by the daylight saving time uh, changes. Who or what would that be?
5: I think it's probably the fact that the information, recently, there's been a lot of information about the fact that um, accidents increase when you change the clocks. And there's been headlines around the country and around the world. But So this is really the media, in my opinion. They don't explain that we're talking about two or three days, and you're talking about the fact that accidents decrease for the whole rest of the eight months of daylight saving time. It, people just see the headline accidents increase when daylight saving time changes so I think some of that is I don't know if you want to call them scare headlines but uh I would call them uh you know not very sophisticated uh headlines that are trying to um make set, make a bigger issue and of course that's not good that you have more access nothing but there are other things that one of my proposals has been, the reason you have more accidents the day after the, uh, the clock's change is that people basically don't change their, their living patterns and all of a sudden they lose an hour of sleep. Well, if going from having daylight saving time change is no different than going from Chicago to New York, you lose an hour,
6: mm. or London
5: to Paris, or um, or uh, Beijing to Tokyo. I mean, people do that every day, lose an hour or do it on going those, on those kind of trips. Uh, well, what do they do? When you change time, so a lot of people adjust their living a little bit, knowing that they're going to be in a place where the time is different. And so maybe they get a little extra sleep the day Ooh. before or they go to sleep a little bit earlier.
6: Perhaps. So I'm
5: saying my proposal would be that they should have something like public service announcements uh, the week before daylight saving time saying... Change is going to come. Don't sleep. Don't go stay up too late on Saturday night and maybe get a little extra sleep on Sunday morning. And maybe that could minimize some of those uh, traffic accidents. So anyway, that's what I would propose.
4: A change in perspective, I guess. Dr. Prairout, thank you so much for joining us today and helping us understand this uh, very complicated uh, uh, daylight saving time conundrum that we have in our country.
5: <laughs> yes. Well, I was happy to be here and happy to talk to you.
2: <laughs>
1: And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
2: Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number.
7: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give
0: it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
2: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
4: With us today, we have producer Alex Paul. Hello. And fact checker Chris Smith. Hi. Well, I just absolutely loved talking to Dr. Preyrao. And, and, and. You know, like like w- before uh, Dr. Prerau signed off, Alex, you said you, you thanked him for clarifying so much in- information that perhaps is not all online. It's so confusing when you try and research this. It was helpful topic. to hear him say that
8: a lot of the headlines are about the few days or a week or so where, you know, there are studies that bad things happen like car accidents or bad things circadian rhythm things happen to you, but that that is overshadowed by all the benefits of the eight whole months of daylight saving time, right? Mm -hmm. That where you get benefits for eight months and you have like a little bit of confusion during those couple of weeks. And I love a PSA. I think we should have way more public service (laughs) announcements in our life. Um, I love them. I think they are so, can be like so sweet and thoughtful. And um, I would love a PSA a couple weeks before promoting that you get some extra sleep in preparation for losing an How
7: about just thinking of you from Joe Biden? Like, how about one of those PSAs? Just (laughs) like, hope, you know, have a great Friday, guys, from, you know, your Kevin McCarthy, leader of the house.
4: (laughs) Just a heads up. Uh, you might not have realized but daylight savings is coming up in a week let's all adjust our sleeping patterns right. or maybe not st- don't plan a party on the night before uh daylight saving time <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
4: um t- I, wh- what I love that was a that was me doing a PSA.
7: Yeah, which I liked because I Did also like liked the idea of it being kind of like. Um, Colloquial,
4: you, maybe? Yeah, like, like I totally.
7: To- like to be a fun character, like maybe like Govey, the government, uh, Govy, <laughs> like the government like messenger. And it's like a cute little like maybe it's shaped like a bill or maybe it's shaped like a United States.
4: I, it could also be like a hand like saying, hey, hey, everyone. Yeah. Oh, or it could be father time. Mm, a little clock. A yeah. cute little clock. Well, maybe. for daylight
7: saving time. That would he be a seemed, really good. Idea.
8: He seemed like father time, um Dr. Praero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um I needed a wise man yeah. to clarify some <laughs> things for me. And I felt so relieved to just have a leader in this. Like
7: I feel like you'd be a good uh, PR agent for him because father time would be an awesome, like cool name for him. Like if he was a superhero.
4: <laughs> yeah. All right. We're, we're going to pitch all of this. We're going to have to hop on another call with Dr. Prayer to pitch all of these PSA ideas we okay. have, but you know what I loved about what he said was maybe changing our perspective in, in, in the same way that, that we just accept jet jet lag as part of travel, travel, mm-hmm. right. Perhaps we can accept daylight saving time as, you know, plan for it. And, you know, I love a good plan. So mm-hmm. if anyone's proposing that we all be prepared and, and, and have a plan, I'm I'm on board.
7: Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with that in general. I'll tell you, though, I told you guys after or right before we started recording that I haven't I, I've chosen a side. Here. Right. And I don't I think know if you guys have. What I have. It was clear that Doctor out is on the side of keeping kind of things basically as they are. Maybe yes. maybe adjusting at the margins a little bit. But do do you have a? Did, did you pick a side?
4: Well, I'll tell you what. I did pick a side. Yeah. Should I tell you what put me on on the particular side?
7: Yeah. Well, yes. go, go for it. Yeah.
4: Okay. I am actually. I I know that I had said I was pro maintaining daylight saving.
7: I'm Sorry. now yeah
4: I'm for, for year-round
7: kind of how it is
4: no no I said I, oh, would, I was you gonna... were
7: da- you want us daylight savings to go all year round. yes daylight saving
4: that's what I said in our initial episode okay. and when he started talking about how how the sun would rise in Los Angeles at 4 a.m. in Vegas. the summer
7: yeah Vegas yeah
4: or, or five o'clock even five o'clock for uh in the summer I was like, oh, I hadn't thought of that.
7: That's standard time. That's if, if if it was standard time all year round.
4: Or the the fact that it would be nine o'clock on a winter day, and I'd be in the dark. In the, in dark, the dark, getting right. ready that's, to go to work. That's the drawback Insane. of daylight saving. That's time. not it, both both to me standard and daylight saving year round. Okay, don't don't seem good so to me. So you're with Dr. So I'm... <laughs> We're with Father Time, baby. I was totally convinced. I
8: was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That was the best argument for me. I'm with you, Rebecca. Hearing him say sunrise at 9 a.m. or sunrise at 4.30 a.m., it's like that... That's a no for mm-hmm. me. Okay. No way.
7: Why?
4: Why aren't people talking horrible. about that? Why aren't people explaining that to us?
7: Well, that's first. <laughs> if we go back, if that's if we abolish daylight saving time and go back to standard time all year round, that's no. W- yes. sa-
8: daylight saving time all year round will make um, it really dark
7: in the w- morning winters. Yes, yes, in certain areas. Correct. That's right.
8: Yeah. Yeah. So okay, there's Chris, there's, bad, there's a bad side to both. Anyway, we want to know. Yeah, I, it sounds like you have a different opinion, which is very exciting.
7: Yeah, I'm on team daylight saving all year round.
4: <gasps> you want <gasps> a nine a.m. wait. Okay. You want f- a five a.m. Sun come up.
7: <laughs> I. In I the think summer. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I keep telling you. <laughs> I keep. <laughs> no, you're not I'm- listening. <laughs> That's if it was standard time all year round, then the, in the summers, you would have wasted sunlight. That's for standard time all year round. But if you had daylight saving time all year round, you don't have that problem. The problem that you do have oh, right. is that it rises later okay, okay. in the winter time.
4: No, okay. Areas. Now we're all clear. I think this is why, why it is. it's all very confusing, but we're not going to go back to our old ways. We're going to stay with our clear mind.
7: <laughs>
4: I I okay.
7: think... Daylight saving time all year round is the best way because the drawback, the trade off of the transitions, is really what I'm trading in exchange for the losing the sunlight in the mornings time morning times.
4: Okay, so you,
7: I think like that tr- I don't like the, the transitions. transition, and I think that people, particularly the fallback where you lose an hour, I think people. <laughs> You can't take that away from people. You can't take an hour away from people, even if you gave them an hour eight months earlier.
8: But we do. But that's what we currently do. Yes, that is what yes, we do. Yes, that's what
7: I'm saying. And I'm saying I'm for keeping daylight wrong. saving time all year round, never okay. shifting the clocks.
8: So what do you? how do you feel about the fact that, because his main position was that we've tried that before and that th- there is record of us Doing that, and that there was huge backlash, and it was uh, um, uh, abolished give, ten minutes, ten give, months after being ten minutes. P- give
7: them my email. <laughs> I'll, I'll handle the You're backlash. You're going to handle
4: all of You're the like, backlash Let's go again. Let's see. Maybe
7: uh, I'll changed. handle the backlash. I think it's a. I think it's a. You could post to people. Would you rather lose the hour of sleep?
4: I I don't know, Chris. <laughs> I I think I'll let. Are it. we going to let history repeat itself? Or are we going to learn from from history?
7: I guess we'll. I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see. We might be going through some changes coming up. But you guys yeah. are clearly prayer. Doctor Praro had a huge effect on you guys.
8: I have been <laughs> influenced. Yeah. and I now now I feel so relieved that I have all the talking points too because mm-hmm. I think it's so great to be like, yeah, we do jet lag all the time. What are we going to ban? crossing time zones so that we never have to experience jet lag (laughs) yeah can you imagine if that was a bill in congress where it's like we can no longer fly on planes that cross time zones because it causes accidents because people have sleep deprivation because of the jet lag can you imagine
7: yeah i'm with you alex yeah but your bed is not an airplane your if you go to sleep in your bed and you, you wake deserve- <laughs> up and you lose an hour and you're disoriented. You're saying just-
4: travel is your choice. I'm just and saying. And just living in one place yes, is exactly. not your choice. You, you, you feel like it's being imposed on Yes, people.
7: exactly. Yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah. I, I understand your point. And That's true.
8: People can choose not to fly. Right. Not to ever experience Lots jet of jet people
7: do. A lot of people don't have even the opportunity to fly. Well, Some people. Yeah.
4: I will say this. Whatever ends up happening... We're still in. in a few days, we're going to go through daylight saving time. (laughs) Oh shit! No matter what. Yes, in a few days, it's going to happen, and I'm going to bring a fresh new perspective (laughs) to daylight saving. I'm telling you, it's going to be. I'm going to be a totally new person.
7: I'm reminded of a friend of ours Mm -hmm. who had parents that were going to visit uh, Sweden, and for two weeks, two weeks prior to their trip they started adjusting to the Swedish time zone. So they would wake up at like three in the morning (laughs) and have like a day and then go back to and they go to bed at like, I don't know, like 4 p.m. or or whatever. It was wild. But those, they had a great trip and they spent, uh, you know, they were adjusted. They landed in Sweden, you know, not a, not a, no, no worse for wear and ready to enjoy their vacation. So it's possible. With it's possible Chris, to do this.
4: it reminds me of that saying, with great preparation comes great reward. There you go. I know that's not the saying, but I just made that up.
7: That's a great saying. That's a good Rebecca, <laughs> Rebecca original.
8: I went to Sweden and did not do that. Okay. And I I'm serious. I had the most miserable time.
4: Of my life. <laughs> oh my gosh.
8: <laughs> I went for a wedding probably let's see when I was like tw- I don't know, like 10 years ago. Truly hated it. hated it. Hated it. It was a wedding in the dead of winter in Sweden. There were like 4 hours of daylight. Almost killed me. Nightmare. So, I so wish I had been them. I wish I had adjusted and
4: prepared and planned.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, Dr. Prerow, he blamed the media, actually. He's he would have sent the alarm uh the media to the alarmist jail for yeah, like partial
8: information for the, the chaos. Yeah. Because
4: it is what, what we decided that we were trying to blame here. Media was not even up on our board. What did wow. we <laughs> What did we end up sending uh to the alarmist jail? Yeah. He, we yeah. sent big barbecue. <laughs>
8: <laughs> let's see we sent big barbecue to the jail and the world wars got the big slap which <laughs> well okay which kind of makes sense because they were the ones
0: They're,
8: um mm-hmm. they they were the ones you know the they world were wars the ones the wars <laughs> that sort of caused like we're gonna do it and now we're not gonna do it and now we're gonna do it again and mm-hmm. now we're not gonna do it um but yeah the media i mean that feels – big barbecue kind of feels like lobbyists and it feels like the media is kind of like promoting different people who are lobbying for different things. Like mm. why – Why is it just scare tactics? Do people just – does the media just want to do like a good news story that makes us all afraid
7: I think you about nailed the that,
8: fatalities? I yeah. think you nailed
7: it. They want to
4: – They want to sell newspapers. They
7: want eyeballs. They mm-hmm. want eyeballs
4: and that's not going to end what does that, that uh headline look like more fatalities after daylight saving time but also let's remember but also don't be too worried because it's only a it's few days it's just a blip
7: <laughs> yeah and it ultimately like in the bigger picture is actually much safer to do this
4: right and like dr prayor said i mean not not the ideal would be zero fatalities right
7: well, hopefully, or, or
4: zero accidents. If we can but.
7: push this, if we can push this noti- notification, what did we call it? A public service yes. announcement uh-huh. through Congress fast enough, and then the news story will be about how effective the mm-hmm. public service announcement was.
4: I would love that. I mean, this is effectively our public service announcement to the Alarmy. Yeah. Write in. Let us know what what side you're on,
7: and also let us know what you're doing. To prepare. prepare. Yeah, I love because that. With Ugh, great preparation, I can't wait for these emails. With great preparation comes great results. Is that what you said?
8: Uh reward.
7: Reward.
8: Mm-hmm. So, so are- do we feel like me so media frenzy was what he yeah. or uh, misinformation right. by media is sort of what he was mm-hmm. uh, yeah. saying? I, um I think so. I think do we feel I mean big barbecue is interesting because big big barbecue is specific to the nineteen eighties uh lobbying that happened, but we were talking about how it is a umbrella for the big corporations that right. were lobbying.
4: Right. For for self interests. Corporations who- self interests.
8: That episode was, to be honest, a blur for me. Um,
4: so yeah. I think well, that's what I. Th- well, it broke our brain. Well, this is what so. my favorite
7: thing about the alarmist is: is that we'll ha- we have the guest expert in the second episode. Yes. Which means in the first episode we just sort of flail like children, <laughs> and that's what we did. I and mean, let's be honest, if and we, we had
8: need daddy time to help <laughs> us.
7: Jesus, Alex. That Alex, that, got, <laughs> that went there quick.
8: Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to be gentle. Z. <laughs> <laughs>
7: okay <laughs> oh geez well yeah no if we had had this conversation prior we probably would have had a much more lucid of course, conversation of course
4: but however I, i'm i'm on the i'm on the prayer out train well if you
7: if you put it this way you can kind of roll a big barbecue you can roll media into big barbecue because that's a, just another corporation looking out for their own self-interest mm. which is the attention of the, the populace,
4: right? Well, I, I'm going to go with what Dr. Prerow said, and I think I'm going to send misinformation by by the media from the media to the alarmist jail. Okay, misinformation from the media. You're going to the alarmist jail. And anyway, you know we don't need misinformation from the media hanging around causing more chaos so you know we're we're, we're it was we're, time it was time and i also you know i've historically been against blaming the media but i think for this one the confusion mm. we we need we just need some clear facts people mm-hmm. we need to get some information out there Anyway, it was great to talk to Dr. Prerau and and get everything straightened out. Great at to least talk for to us too, right? and great to talk to you guys and, and kind of <laughs> just figure out how we felt yeah. and and uh, uh, about all this new information and where we stood. Okay, couldn't have done it without you guys. Thanks. Stay tuned because next week we're going to be discussing the Port Chicago weapons disaster.
3: Don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.
6: Botox Cosmetic, out of Botulinum Toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you.
3: For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300.
6: Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.
1: This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee.